Maybe you can't get away from the people that are dream killers and bringing you down. Maybe they're your family. Maybe you could sit down and talk to them and say, let's diversify our thinking. Let's diversify the way that we're living our lives, the way that we're eating, the way that we're talking, the way that we're playing or not playing or doing self-care or not doing self-care. Welcome back to another edition of the Joy Starters podcast, Rachel Joy Barbeau. Really now, Rachel Joy Rohi, and it is another great morning. I don't know about you, but I just want to remind you of something. How we talk to ourselves is so very important. I made a post recently on Instagram that really resonated with a lot of people. There were a ton of comments, and it really hit people right in a vulnerable spot. Let me explain. I came across a photo of self back in 2017, and I had taken a photo recently after leaving Standing Rock Indian Reservation in North Dakota, which was amazing and have so much to share about that. My travels all over the country, four states in one week, getting ready to head back out to Logan, Utah for the second time of three times this year to work with Blake Anderson in Utah State. So I was I was looking at these two pictures and I put them side by side and I you know I was tempted to do the classic before and after talk and I started looking at the two photos in 2017 I knew exactly where I was. I was in Auburn. I was getting ready to speak to the Auburn football team. I was so excited. My mom had shown up to surprise me. We both love surprises. Um, She showed up to surprise me. The video just popped up on my Facebook memories today, which shout out to Facebook memories, man. They they hit you right where in the in the good in the good places. And it's so wonderful. So anyway, I'm looking at this photo and I put it side by side. And I made this post and I I talked about the fact that typically when we do a before after photo, we kind of dog ourselves. We we say, well, this was me before and I was fat or unhappy and, and I'm just I'm just quoting what other people have said or think about themselves. And I was this and I was that. And then look at me now. Look at me now. And I said, this is not the typical photo because I'm going to tell you I was happy back then. I was getting ready to speak at Auburn. My mom had just surprised me. I was sportscasting. I had just started I'm Changing the Narrative, which, by the way, will be six on August 26th. Coming up soon. Going to have a birthday cake and all that good stuff um, and some special things as well for you guys to get involved. But... I was happy, right? And then I was also happy in the picture that I took leaving the Indian Reservation. I mean, it was an amazing weekend. And it got me to thinking, and I thought about this the other day, and I'm going to be really, really vulnerable here, when I got undressed. And I thought about subconsciously, it popped up to me that one of my first thoughts was unkind and unloving about my body. Like, instead of all the beautiful, wonderful, amazing things that my body does, um, subconsciously, I didn't even know I was doing this. Like, and I, and I caught it. It was unloving. It was going to the places, well, maybe that I didn't like or the things that I wanted to change. And I like, it hit me right between the eyeballs. <laughs> you talk about all the places where these things hit you, hit me right between the eyeballs that here I am, I am out preaching and talking to people and, and teaching people. And subconsciously I was downing my physical self when in fact, this body has carried me through so many things. This body allows me to dance and to walk and to 
exercise and to get up every day and live the life that I want to live and do the things that I want to do. And I don't take any of those things for granted. And here I was doubting myself. And so it, woo, it was an epiphany. And I made a pact that I was going to start speaking lovingly to myself and thanking my body for the ability to walk and, and talk and think and dance and jump and play and all the things and run and all the things that I get to do. I was going to start thanking my body and I was going to start speaking lovingly to my body. Thank you. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are resilient. You are kind. You are a miracle. And yeah, I made this post and it resonated with people. And sure, I look back at the the photo from 2017 and my face was puffier so I could tell I was more inflamed. Um, I'm always, if you follow me at all, you know I'm very big on gut health, which is a second brain. I have severe food allergies, lots of different things that I have had to work on over the years in regards to my gut health. And so I get this, like I absolutely get it. And I am less inflamed and my face looks way better a couple of years later, right? Like in terms of just being less inflamed. But again, I'm not going to go back and dog myself. I'm not. I'm just going to say thank you for the journey. I'm grateful to be on the journey. I spoke to somebody yesterday, an old friend of mine from college. Her name is Kenzie. And she had the greatest, like, the greatest thoughts on healing. She was like, you know, healing is not like a place I'm trying to get to. It's like, it's, you know, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's transformational. It's a journey. And I just love that she said that. I loved it. I thought it was great. And I'm very grateful for this journey that I'm on. And I hope that you're grateful for the journey that you are on too. I want to say thank you big time to you for tuning into this new podcast. We have been working on this Joy Starters thing and I am so jacked and so excited for the things that we're going to be rolling out here in the next 30 days. Um, something that you can have motivation like on a weekly basis and be a part of something and then an opportunity to step it up and be an even bigger part. And the book's coming out next June. I'm so excited about that too. I've seen the cover. I'm dying to show it to you, but I have to follow protocol and I have to follow the rules and and wait until my book company says that I can show it to you. And guys, I am making this podcast um, <laughs> while I'm looking out my window this morning and just thanking God for another day. And y'all, there was a hawk, a hawk sitting on my back fence. So it's the little things. It's the absolute little things. And speaking of little things, as I prepare to go on the road this week again to Utah State, so excited. Blake Anderson, an old friend of mine in the business, his wife, my mom went through cancer at the same time. We really became friends um, in being caregivers um, for our loved ones. And, and both his wife and my mom passed away, uh, but we were able to to become friends and and lean on each other and offer each other advice um, throughout the cancer battle. And so, yeah, it's um, it's very exciting for me to go out the second time of three times. And the third time will be a mental health game this fall. And I wanted to just share this with you. We've talked a little bit about it on social media, but not a lot. Y'all, we're hosting three this fall three games in one season. And it's just amazing to me. We hosted one in 2019. I retired right after that. We hosted one in 2021. And now we're hosting three in one season. Maryland hosting Michigan State. 
um, Minnesota at home as well, hosting another game. And then Utah is hosting a game, which is just, it's just amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing. And I get to go out and speak to the football team this time. I was with them earlier this year about dating, about love, about relationships. And I just, I know I'm going to encounter a hungry bunch. They love me. They know me. I love them. I know them. So it's just exciting. And I just got off the road um, when I made my last podcast sharing with you that I got to speak on joy and courage. And I want to share this little nugget that PJ Fleck shared with me, and maybe you can apply it to your life. And also, I wanted to, I want to um, share a little funny story as well that I think will make you giggle this morning. Because when did we stop giggling? Kids giggle, they laugh, they giggle, they that it's it's the most beautiful part of being a kid, right? That childlike giggle and, and wonder and and laughter. I want to encourage you to do that this morning and this week. Whenever you're hearing this podcast tonight, whenever it may be, a year from now, I want to encourage you to giggle and laugh, right? We, we grow old because we stop telling stories. We stop dancing. We stop laughing. Um, we stop playing. That's how we grow old and in your spirit. And so I want you to stay young and just really maintain that sense of awe and wonder. So a couple of years ago when I started I'm Changing the Narrative, PJ Fleck, another huge, huge friend of my program, but also personal friend. He and his wife, Heather, I just absolutely love them. He pulled me into his office after I spoke to them once. And he said, you know, Rachel, he said, if your message, if your message diversifies, if you have more than one standard message that you give, one standard talk, I'll continue to have you in because my players know you and trust you. So I'll continue to have you in. So if you can talk about more than one thing, right? Um, Then I'll have you in. And that day, that moment was like a crazy pivotal moment in my career with I'm Changing the Narrative because I didn't just have one standard talk. You know, I've heard people that train speakers saying, you need to have a signature talk. You need to have a signature talk. And that's great, right? I train speakers as well and help people. You have a signature talk. That's fantastic. But you need to be able to talk on on a variety of things. Um, I don't know that I have one signature talk. I mean, I, I guess I do, like the first talk where I come in and, and talk about all the things, purpose, passion, plat- platform, my experience with domestic violence, um, you know, I don't know, being a king, queen, royal, I guess that would be my signature talk. But now, because of PJ Fleck, I now can talk on relationships. I can talk on purpose, passion, platform. I can talk on this, as I mentioned, this, just this August, I've been asked to speak on joy and courage. Neil Brown was just texting with them last night, West Virginia football head coach, asked me, I I noticed you talk a lot about joy. Talk a lot about joy. Would you, I said, well, it is my middle name. Would you come in here and talk about joy? And I talked to PJ Fleck and go on his team. Would you two in here and talk about courage? So courage, mental health, joy, interpersonal relationships, um, masculinity, mental health, um, just so many different things. And PJ Fleck, I want to thank him, is responsible for encouraging me to diversify. So I'm going to pass on the message to you. I'm going to encourage you to diversify. Okay, what are you talking about, Rachel? Apply it to wherever you need to apply it, wherever you need to apply it, king, queen, royal, wherever you need to apply, diversify your portfolio, diversify your income streams, diversify your talents, diversify 
your hobbies, right? Diversify your self-care, right? I'm not going to say diversify in your relationships because, you know, I say water the grass that is at home and instead of the grass is greener on the other side. But I will add this. Maybe you do need to diversify your relationships. Maybe you're not in a long-term relationship at home. Maybe you are. Let's just talk about that for a moment. Diversify your relationships. Maybe the people that you are around are negative. Maybe they're dream killers. Maybe they are people that are bringing you down. Maybe you can't get away from the people that are dream killers and bringing you down. Maybe they're your family. Maybe you could sit down and talk to them and say, let's diversify our thinking. Let's diversify the way that we're living our lives, the way that we're eating, the way that we're talking, the way that we're playing or not playing or doing self-care or not doing self-care. These are all important things. So you can diversify in relationships. Look, that's an edit. We always can edit people. And it's not bringing anything positive to the conversation. And so um, I'm just being vulnerable and sharing with you where where I... Um, took that message from PJ Fleck and applied it to my own life and how God really brought that home in my own life. And so I'm always going to be honest with you. I am never, ever coming from a place in my teaching that I have it all together, that my marriage is perfect, that my life is perfect, that I figured it all out. I am a queen under construction. That means queen under construction, king under construction, royal under construction. It means that there's no grass growing up underneath my feet. It means that I'm learning, seeking, growing, pushing, that I'm always trying to get better. That's what it means. It means I'm none of us are perfect. And it means I'm so imperfect, but I'm teaching from a place of vulnerability and I'm learning as I go and I want to bring you along on this journey and this learning journey. I think um, sometimes when we people want to teach from this place of perfection, you're automatically putting yourself up on this pedestal. Like, I know more. I've got it figured out. Man, it's a hard, long fall from that pedestal, right? Um, it can be. I, I'm not up on any pedestal. I'm just shoulder to shoulder, arm to arm, linked with you saying, let's be better. Let's seek better. Let's try better. Let's do this better. And I can't wait for all the different things we do on this podcast, y'all. We're going to do amazing things. I'm going to bring really cool people on sometimes. It's going to be me a lot, but I'm going to bring really cool people on in the future as well. I was talking last night um, to somebody and recommending her, which by the way, it costs you nothing to recommend your friends' businesses, your friends to people, your friends' services. And her name is Melanie Reese, and she's a trauma-informed therapist, and she has a practice in Nashville, and she's so smart. She's so amazing. She's taught me so much. And if I didn't grow up with her, I would, she'd be my therapist, like, you know, (laughs) hardcore be my therapist. I'm going to have her on in the future to talk about some of the things that I teach in my program that I attribute to her. One of those being, one of those being, um, and I'm going to leave you with this. And then the little funny story to make you giggle, um, she teaches about your filter. So think about the screen on your window that keeps the bugs out. Okay. Now imagine that this is the teaching of Melanie Reese. She is the most, one of the most amazing therapists, psychologists that I've ever come across. And she teaches that each one of us have a screen, just like the screen that's on the outside of our window. That screen is the experiences that we have had in life that which we filter everything through. Okay. So for me, mask off being real, my screen my screen, because of some of the things I went through in my childhood are um, feeling unlovable, feeling rejected, 
right? Feeling unlovable, feeling um, rejected or unwanted. And so if I don't attack my screen with the knife of truth, truth is I am lovable. I am not rejected. I am wanted, right? I am loved. If I don't attack my screen with the with the knife of truth, everything that people do and say to me will be filtered through that screen. And then people that didn't even mean anything by it, didn't mean anything negative, will, um, yeah, will, will, <laughs> their messages will be filtered through that screen. And it's just all kinds of trouble and causes all kinds of hurt. And especially, um, I have to do that now that I'm married. I have to be attacking that filter with the knife of truth all the time because that screen will reform on you if you're not continually doing the work. So just a little bit of wisdom from Melanie Reese. She makes me a better person. And I can't wait to have her on and so many really neat people on this new Joy Starters podcast. And stay tuned. We've got a lot of really neat things coming out for you, including the Joy Starters Club. And the last little little story that I want to share with you is if you follow me on social media, you see my little dog, Buddy Joe, my rescue dog. Rescued him when he was eight. He's somewhere around 11 um, now. And he's actually watching me as I tape this podcast. He's just the most awesome. I'm leaving him today. So I'm trying to spend some time with him. Before I leave, I've skipped the workout at the gym. I'm going to get a workout at home just so I can see a sweet little furry face. And um, so we were at the hairdressers yesterday, and my neighbors love him. That's where he stays whenever I travel. And I call them my golden girl neighbors. And so it's two friends and then and then a male friend of theirs, and they all live together, and they just love him. They absolutely love my buddy Joe. They even suggested I get a stroller. So he's got a stroller. He's like a little palm mix, um, smaller dog, but sturdy. Sturdy, I mean, a little chunky, chunky, <laughs> a little happy. And so anyway, we're at the hairdresser yesterday and I parked him in front of the mirror. And he looks at himself in the mirror and he stares and he stares. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he, you know, he, he, he knows it's him. But then I started thinking about it later and I'm like, what are you talking about? He knows it's him. Like, um, he doesn't understand the, the idea of a mirror and that that's him reflecting back. So he stares and stares and stares. I mean, I'm just talking about taking it in all in. He's right in front of the mirror. He is checking out whoever this dog is that is staring at him, that is so close to him. And then all of a sudden we're, we're all laughing. Everybody at my, at my hair salon, love my hairdresser, Mal. Uh, Wild Ivy Salon, by the way, if you're ever in Jacksonville, um, we're all laughing and loving this. And then all of a sudden he looks at the mirror and goes, (laughs) he was letting that dog know that he was boss. He was boss, except that dog was him. And it was a great laugh. And we all giggled and we laughed from our belly. And we talked about the fact that we laughed from our belly. And I hope today My sincerest hope is that you laugh from your belly today, that you also use your knife of truth to attack your filter, and that you too, my friend, my love, my dear, honey, baby, all the things, sweet pea, pumpkin, all the pet names, all the pet names, because I'm from the South. I pray too that you take the time to love yourself, to diversify to giggle, to laugh, like I said, to attack that filter with the knife of truth, right? And that you take what I've given here today and you 
Vow to be a king, a queen, a royal under construction. That you're always serving, leading, giving, seeking, learning. There ain't no grass growing up underneath your feet. I love you. I can't wait. Until next time, have the most beautiful day.